You know what it is. That's right. It's time to talk money with your money nerd and financial coach. Now, tighten those purse strings and open those ears. It's the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. So today I have Dr. Vic Monzo on the line. Now, he's a former certified pediatric chiropractor who has become a business mindset coach. He is the author of three books, which his most recent, Decoding the Matrix, um, just came out this year in May. So congratulations. Super exciting. Um, And Dr. Vic is also the creator and owner of the Mindful Experiment podcast, which has been ranked in the top 1% of podcasts globally, according to to listen notes. Again, congratulations. Um, But thank you so much, Dr. Vic, for coming on the show today. I'm excited to be here and have this wonderful convo with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So mindset, Um, we're getting into something that I love to talk about. Um, So I'm sure that this will be a very lively conversation. Um, So to get us started, I wanted to hit on what are... Let's just get into money mindset first. Um, You know, when you look at scarcity versus abundance mindset, what does that even mean? I know a lot of people are listening and like, oh, my gosh, here they go with these buzzwords and stuff. Um, But what does that even mean when we're talking in the realms of money? You know, when you when you look at things now, I can go. I love taking this in many different perspectives of like where you have a left brain and a right brain, right? Left brain is very limited. It's very black and white. A right brain is colorful. It's more abstract. It takes a lot more information. So when we look at limitations in life or scarcity, that's coming from our left brain because we're thinking that this, there's only so much that's available. There's only so much money that can go around. There's only so much that I can have or this is what it is. If I don't get this client, I'm doing or if I don't get this and this is going to happen or man this next fight I have with my relationship is going to boot it's it's over or if I don't do this program I'm going to lose I'm not going to be healthier I'm going to lose the weight the scarcity can go in so many realms I'm just sharing the, the, the variability to it and so it's always thinking that you have that one it's this one thing that's going to be either make or break you uh, especially in a financial aspect rather than looking at the abundance side which is more right brain more spiritually um, that there is enough always going around there's always abundance there's no limitations if you look at nature there's always abundance nature always has abundance there's no there's no um, limitations in any way shape or form the universe is like that the universe has infinite resources you are infinite resources you have infinite potential these are spiritual truths that have been around for thousands and thousands of years. Quantum physics has supported that. Neuroscience has supported that. So when you really look at the aspect, then it's just what mindset have you been conditioned into the world, right? Because when we come into this world, we're more abundant minded. We know that like if you look at a child, they don't go, if I don't get up and walk right now, I'm done. That's it. I'll never walk in my entire life. No, they continue. They fall. I forgot. What is it? I think it's like 2,000 falls by the time they're two years old. Now, that's not just from walking. That's other things, too. But there's a lot of falls a kid goes through um, just to get to the point of walking. And walking, it may seem simple. There is so much that has to happen neurologically and muscularly to get to that point from a crawling perspective to erect up on two feet. It's just just as humans walking on two feet is 
amazing in itself what the brain could do to do that so that's the aspect when we look at uh, a scarcity so but here's the thing now where i said quantum physics comes in or even neuroscience because how you see your life is what it's going to be how you project out this is why i love mindset work i started in you know as a chiropractor but i also went into energy medicine and i started learning spirituality and spiritual truths and ancient wisdom i studied a ton of things um and then i started to go that's great i got the spiritual side but then you're talking to people and they're like that's crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, that's that's a great idea, right? A lot of people say that. Oh, that's woo. And I say, okay, fine. You want to do that? You, and this, the way I work is like, all right, I'm gonna get the science on this because it ha there has to be science somewhere. And quantum physics at the time was just starting to uncover like how consciousness works and how it plays a role. And I was kind of like, oh my goodness, this is what I want to know. And then I eventually revisited back to what I learned in the chiropractic school about the brain and neuroscience, different centers of it. And I, I was like, oh, this is what that means. Oh wow, that part of the brain means that. So if you have a scarcity mindset, you will never be abundant unless you change it. I mean, it's just that's just a fact because if you understand how the mind works and how you play along in some of the universal laws like the law of vibration or law of uh, attraction and when you think that this is my this is where this is this is this, this is the belief I have that's a code and like I call it a code and that is basically it's like a computer program. That code's going to run the same no matter what until you change it. And so now all of a sudden, if you have scarcity, it will always, you'll see scarcity. You'll see it in your bank account. You'll see it in this. You'll make more money and still have the same. It's it, it's always going to be the same thing until you break out of that, uncover that limiting belief or just change. You can't just change. You could change a mindset, but there's a lot of stuff that's underneath the hood that you have to do the work there um, because it, you didn't just have a scarcity mindset. There was conditioning. There was programming. There was baggage. There was limiting beliefs. There was all this stuff that gave you a, the reasoning of having a scarcity mindset rather than, you know, because a lot of people be like, oh, just shift your mindset, have an abundant mindset. And that's, I'm always like, it doesn't work that way. Like there's, you, 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 you can't just do that. Like it, it, you're, you're creating a false and some people are like, oh, it worked. Look at what happened. I'm like, okay, great. Give me three months and let's talk. And then three months later, they're like, dang it, you were right. I'm like, I'm not trying to be Mr. Negative. I'm just telling you that you have to do, there's a certain, it's not about what you do. It's a, the way you do something is going to give you those results. And you have to do the inner work. You can't just cut off a weed at top and say, oh, weed's gone. I took care of it. And you never got to the root system. Exactly. Exactly. You said so many things I want to hit on just then. <laughs> Uh, because, you know, I tell people all the time, you can go into negative autopilot, you can go into positive autopilot, it's the same. So you I, personally, I would rather go into positive autopilot, meaning when I wake up, I'm giving thanks, I'm grateful, I say some affirmations, and then the rest of my day is awesome. You know, if I get up and I'm like, oh my gosh, today is so horrible, I don't feel like getting out the bed, then you start going into negative autopilot and it's just all downhill from there. So um, definitely, like there's so much I wanna hit on. One thing I definitely wanna hit on, I wanna dig deeper, in, deeper into the scarcity mindset, right? Right. So let's talk about what type of limiting beliefs. Well, first of all, because I like to always start with the basics. What is a limiting belief? It's a belief that thinks that you um, there is only a certain amount. There's a ceiling to something. There's a limit to something. It can and the limit can come in so many different ways. Um, but there's there's no infinite potential. There's no like past a certain point. So like a limiting belief would be something that's just as you're not like when it comes to money, you usually get paid for what you value, or what you think your worth is most of the time. And so like someone like myself who had a very low self worth, um, it was hard to 
put a price point that was more on a higher point, I'd be like, eh, you know what, I'm gonna go a little lower because I wanna make it more affordable because, I, and really it was like, hold up here, but when I looked at the industry of chiropractors, I'm like, hold on, I, I have, not only, I know not only just one technique, I know 30-something techniques. I'm not just this, I'm this type of guy, I'm a science guy, I'm this, I'm that. And I had to really like, I had to look outside myself first and just say like, get my, I had to rev myself, right? I had to motivate myself. And then there came a point where I was like, Okay, that doesn't work because I got to keep doing that. It never stops. And I started looking inward. But it's 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 something that um, you know. There's self worth. There's um, I'm going blank right now. But there's there's multitudes. You can think that you just you know. Um, man, why am I going only with self worth? There's a lot of other ones too. Man, I'm going blank. Um, you know why? Because maybe we need to go ahead and talk about that. Let's talk about self worth, right? Um, <laughs> because I struggle with that for a long time in business as well, and I feel like most business owners do. Um, like everybody I've ever come across, they struggle with the same thing. Oh my gosh, how can I price myself? What should I price myself? You know, what is my value? What is my worth? And literally, honestly, <laughs> just recently, um, and I've been doing this for like five years or so now. And just recently, I was like, you know what, Tiffany, business is your trade. I'm <laughs> like, you spent time, money, effort, learning business, like all your degrees and stuff are in business. And so that knowledge is valuable. I mean, <laughs> look how much you spent in student loans. <laughs> it's valuable information. And so I used to like undervalue myself and, you know, do meetings for like tw $20 a meeting, you know, whatever. Cause I was like, oh, I want to keep it affordable. I want to make sure that I help, you know, other people and this, that, and the other. And then when I up my price, people still paid it. So I said, huh, so you mean to tell me, <laughs> you know, so let's talk about that a little bit because I feel like that's important for not only business owners, but people that are also working in like corporate America or whatever job that they're in. Um, I feel like, and this is going back to my experience in HR, I feel like people undervalue themselves. So what are some things that people can do? Um, just thinking through what you just said, um, you know, take inventory of what you've done, what you've accomplished, um, things like that. But what are some other things that people can do to kind of realize what their value is? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is is believing in yourself and understanding the power of that I wish I, I had that sooner because that's where it really gave me the power. Like I can believe that I can I can help, I can serve, I can take it to the highest level. Um, even in coaching, it was one of those things when I when I started to do coaching, um, and it was one of those things I was like, man, I don't know what to charge, and I charged so low compared to what I should. I mean, here I've already built an established business, I already understand this stuff, I'm I'm ready to teach it, and then what did I do? I went low. Why? Because I felt like, wow, I don't have social proof. I really haven't anyone done the program yet. And I did that for a little bit. And then I was just like, what am I doing? Like, hold up. I don't need, I mean, yeah, social proof is important, but all I need is just to get one client. When one client comes, they'll see what I can do. And then all of a sudden, and that's what kind of happened. And it just blew up really quick. But the other, the thing you brought up too, like when you raise your prices or you, you, you go to the higher end, what I teach a lot of my clients is that, as I'm always telling them, if they're in the service industry or if they're a chiropractor, I'm like, I'm always like, charge your worth of what you're willing to pay, but at the same token, know that when you charge more, you're gonna get better you're gonna get better clients or better patients with that. Because when when we pay out of our pocket, like I, I have working with a client one time and they're like, I barely have this much savings left and I'm, I'm putting it all into, I'm, 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 I'm gonna put it with you with coaching. And I looked and I said, great, you're gonna get unbelievable success because of that. And they were just like, yeah, but I'm nervous, I'm scared. I'm like, don't worry about that. Because you're making an action that here, this is what I have left, you're, you're, this is what I'm, I'm putting it here, I'm investing in myself, I need someone to guide me. And I was like, because of that, 
the, the, the motivation and drive in you is going to be extremely high. So when you, when you look at it, it's like, well, how do I believe, how do I get belief in myself? How do I, you know, understand the one thing is that you have a gift. Okay. And when I tell, when I work with clients, I get a little outside the brain a little bit. You'll notice this very quickly because when it comes to a price of charging, when it comes to what you're going to do and things along that nature, you have to feel good with that. And I don't mean that from a, a feeling good, like self-worth, like, oh yeah, okay, well, I mean, I think that'll be okay. And though it has to be like an internal good feeling, like your intuition kind of guides you and says, hey, this is this is where you want to be at right now. And, you, and a lot of times we don't know how to do that because we're so disconnected with ourselves and we're, you know, we live in a connected world, but we're the most disconnected. It's weird. The more connected we get in one element in technology, the more disconnected we're getting in the other. It's just, it's interesting how that works. And, and, and we have to learn to tap in. And I teach a lot of my clients that because even, I could tell you business strategies and business principles of where you should put price point and why that's important. That's a lot of the doing stuff that I, and I don't like to get into. I'd rather go like, hey, I'm going to teach you something that instead of teaching you, getting you a fish for the day, I'm going to teach you how to fish. And so when, you, when you're looking at price points, when you're looking at things like that nature, it's, it's understanding what feels really congruent with you. And that's what I've done with myself or even with, with coaching and stuff like that is when I, when I was mapping out my stuff, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to stop doing this low price stuff and trying to build myself up. I'm just like, you know what? What do I feel comfortable with? What do I feel good with that I believe my worth is, is right now where I'm at based on my experiences, based on this. I know where I want to go, but where am I at right now? And and then you just know, believe within yourself 100% knowing that you're worth it because you are. The thing is, we all can be something. We can all be great. and We're all worth it, whatever you, what you're worth, whatever you think you are. Right. I said that you make yourself as valuable as you are. You get paid for what you value. But really, you get paid when like I talk about conversions and stuff like this a lot with clients. And I'm always like, you know, the only the conversion happens because you you spoke value. You connected the value of what they're looking. At. That's all it is. So when it comes to you get paid based on what you are valued. And I did this multitized in my pri- I remember my chiropractic office I wanted to be at a certain price point I heard someone say hey the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur is you can say I want a raise of this much next year and you can say next year I want another raise of this much next year and I was like you know that's a great idea so I started doing that and I was like but I have to have hold on I gotta I gotta know that I'm what does that look like for me who do I have to be and I had to get through some limiting beliefs I had to let go of like you know not having self-worth not having a, a high self-worth um there's also fears I had to look at, like not fear, fear of failure, but fear of success. What if I got too big? What if I got too much where I couldn't handle? What if I started losing out with my family and all these other things? Because I had fear of success. And it's amazing. People have more fear of success than they do of, of failure sometimes. And it was looking at that. But I would say the easiest answer is just knowing that you are worthy and you have to find whatever in the beginning, at least you have to find what's going to build that confidence for you. Um, with that. And for me, it's always been science. Like even as a chiropractor, uh, it's one of those things where when I shifted the pediatrics and I was charging my prices higher and doing all these different things. Yeah, there was still that self that 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 that, uh, the limited belief still comes. But I was like, you know what? I'm like, hold on here. Look at the science of what I do. Look at the research of what I have. Look at what I've done with myself. Plus other things. I'm like, this is a game changer. And I'm like, I know I can help people even more and I can empower them even more. And it gave me that that confidence in the beginning. And then when I started to see the results, I sat back and I go, yep, this is exactly why I did what I did. I see it now. This is why I'm supposed to do what I'm supposed to be doing. Everything's in alignment and all worked out. Awesome. Awesome. And that is so true. It's like once you start tapping into what your personal limiting beliefs are, it kind of um, highlights like 
where you can improve, what you can do better. Um, and then also just looking at it kind of backwards, like you said, where you're like, okay, if I do want to make this amount of money, what do I need? What, what does that require of me? What does that look like? What kind of value do I have to provide? Um, and I think that's so important too. You know, some people, <laughs> they go from, oh, um, I'm going to go ahead and just charge thousands of dollars for this program and not really connecting the value to that. And so they end up, you know, doing a big launch and all that stuff. And then sometimes it flops. But the reason is because you haven't communicated that value to the audience that you're trying to to gain. So, you know, I, it's a very difficult thing to balance. And it's a very difficult thing to kind of get your mind over because I really resonated when you said um, scared of success because I feel the same way. I think I hold my back, hold, hold my back. <laughs> I don't hold my back, hold myself back, <laughs> um, you know, sometimes because when I get like a lot of attention or a lot of publicity, I'm like, oh, let me pull back some because this is going to be too much, you know, um, but just getting that mindset and, you know, that headspace around, okay, Tiffany, you can make this what you want to make it. You know, you can control the the volume. You can control the demand by controlling your prices, you know, that type of thing. So um, definitely agree with everything you said. Now, um, is there anything else as far as limiting beliefs um, that you had to personally deal with? I know you mentioned a couple there, um, but was there any other ones that you kind of came across as you were going on this journey? Yeah, I mean, fear of fear of failure was one of them, too, where it was like, you know, looking at it, 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 it or not being good enough, which comes back to self-worth. A lot of my stuff was a lot relating around low self-worth. Um, there's other ones that extend. But like when I looked at them, I was like, no, it's it's still going back to the self-worth and I'm not worthy. I just kept as I kept going doing this journey. That was the biggest one. And everything re- kind of resides around that, because once you feel that you are worthy or of success, of the life you want to choose, of having those kind of things and all of a sudden it's it's totally a, a different game changer but there's other things too out there there's there's limiting beliefs when it like negative limiting beliefs when it comes to like money and i had i remember when i wrote my first book i, I was just putting those in there and i put like I, I found i was looking at like 10 different articles and they all had the same 10 so i'm like either these guys are copying each other or i don't know what's going on here um, but i'm like yo these are great and i went through them and i went to I, I looked at them and all of a sudden i'm like oh my god i have nine out of ten now i don't have them memorized but i can share a couple of them like you know one of the things is that you know money that you hear money doesn't grow on trees. I heard that all my life. Or that uh, you have to have money to make money. Or you have to, um, and again, if you think, and some people go, you have to have money to make money. I said, no, you don't. That just means you don't have self-worth. Because if you think about that for a second, and this was me, I always thought that I had to invest. So when I first got my chiropractic office, uh, I thought I had to get an investor. And so I had an investor and then last minute it fell through. And I'm like, yeah, universe, what are you trying to tell me here? Man, I, I was like, literally, thankfully, there was a clause in the lease that I was able to get out if we didn't agree on something. So I was just like, I'm going to not agree to this because this is my only way out or I'm stuck with over an $100,000 bill for the next four years that I can't even, you know, I, don't even, I can't even pay for this. And so thankfully that worked out. We, we agreed to break off because because of that. And, um, but then all of a sudden I, you know, this is, again, I didn't know this at the time. So just for all the listeners, I didn't have this figured out that I was very like in a dark, dark place when that happened. But then I remember I was like, I'm going to have something happen. So what ended up happening was, as I started to, as I look back, I was like, wow, I didn't realize this, but I didn't need the money. That's what the universe was trying to tell me. I just needed me. Right. And I, and I wish I knew that sooner. 
Um, because you, a lot of times those limiting beliefs, you think, again, it's a conditioning, it's a code, you're unconscious of it. So you just think you'll, you'll, the way your brain works is that when you, with a limiting belief, and I, so I call it a code, you can argue with somebody about, you could say, you could see that they have a limiting belief. You can call them out on that and they're going to fight that for life. That's what it is about belief systems. We fight them and you don't even know you're fighting them. And what will happen is they'll be like, no, but but this is what happened at this time. And this is what happened here. And this is what happened there. Because what it is, it's a pain center and the ego is trying to protect you. So or your, your left brain is. So it's telling you, here's the memories. Here's why. Here's what the con- now you're hearing all the conditioning and you listen to the words and the stories that they say. And you're going to see there's conditioning and they use the same words. And so then you, that's what you think your life is. And there's nothing that can get you out of that. In reality, there's a whole other opposite and so much more that's there. And so when it comes to, you know, looking at these different things, I'm trying to think of some other ones off the top of my head. Um, But there's a lot of those kind of limiting beliefs that can definitely play a role like that in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you said a mouthful. You're dropping all of the gems, but we don't want to give it all away. Right. So, (laughs) Dr. Vic, if people were interested in learning more about you or listening to your podcast, um, how could they find you? So you, you can find everything at my website. Uh, it's www.empoweryourreality.com. Um, if you're a business owner and you, you like what I'm talking about, I have a free one-on-one coaching call that we can hop on a call and um, can hear what your, what your challenges, what your pain centers are at, what are things you want to achieve. And uh, I'll give you some tips on how to move forward. And if I feel I can help you, I'll tell you how I can do that. Um, I have a ton of resources on there. My podcast is on there. If you go to free resources, I have my podcast. Um, I got a free book on visualization there you can get a hold of. I got a free video training on how to end the sacrifice. So it's another whole mindset thing of how we think we have to sacrifice and grind and hustle to get to a certain point in success when in reality we don't have to do that. That world still exists, but there's a whole other world that we can live too. Um, and if you want to catch me on the socials, bottom left corner of the website, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Vic. And if you all didn't catch all of that, because he's everywhere, (laughs) um, we will have that in the show notes. Um, So definitely check out the show notes and check out his website, because I definitely am. I like those free resources he was naming off. Um, But thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. I had a blast. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening, joining, and being a part of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast this week. You can check Tiff out every Thursday for a new Money Talk podcast. But if you just can't wait until next week, you can listen to previous podcast episodes at moneytalkwitht.com or follow Tiff on all social media platforms at Money Talk with T. Until next time, spend wise by spending less than you make. A word to the money wise is always sufficient. <laughs>